is Cassie Marine, and I want to welcome you to Circle of Trust, a podcast full of laughter, interrupting, and oversharing brought to you by me and my two best friends, Jillian Lawson and Julie Signorelli. Today, we're talking all about the holidays. And if you're listening to this the week it's released, then this week is Thanksgiving or the kickoff to holiday madness. So today we're talking about how to throw a holiday party, gift buying, Black Friday strategies, what to do when you don't really look forward to the holidays, and more. But first, we're starting off with a catch-up. Hope you enjoy the show. Anybody have some fun news to share from the last week? Um, we're still in renovation mode over here. So I... How's that going? It's messy. It is, like, super yeah. messy. We got the floors done. They look so nice. Um, oh, can we share some pictures of that on our yes. Instagram? Yes, okay, I will post we some will. pictures. Um, Great. So we got the floors in. We've got the island put in. I built the island extension. You built it? Yeah, I got a nail gun, guys, and I got a new drill, and I got something called a Craig jig where you make pocket holes. I don't and even know what a pocket hole is. I watched a crap ton of either. YouTube videos. <laughs> I built a freaking island, okay? That's amazing. Is it done done? It's not done done. The cabinet portion of it, I bought stock cabinets and added on to the stock cabinets because oh. to give the look that I wanted. Um, so, yeah, so I did that. and um, Okay, so was that what was marked out in that one picture yes. that we posted on our Instagram? Yeah, that was like I the I think outline. your kitchen was begging for an yeah, island. Yeah. I think that was a good move. It's a very long space. Um, the dining room and kitchen, the downstairs is kind of like in an L shape, and the, uh, the dining room and the kitchen spans 30 feet. But oh, it's wow. 15 feet across, so it's like there's this long bowling alley. And, uh-huh. yeah, I just needed... We didn't want to have, like, a kitchen table, like, literally next to the dining room table that would have looked, like, weird. So right. our solution was the island with, like, a breakfast bar attached. And because of the longness of it and the way the sliding doors are, we did the T-shaped island. And... Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we did. So I've done that. That's I cool. sanded and stained, restained my dining room table. Yeah, we talked about that last week. So I did that, and I think that's it. So they're here painting. (laughs) They're jacking up the concrete. I feel like you should have done more. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you've been real lazy, but. I know, right? (laughs) I'd already crocked and sanded and uh, sealed stuff before 6.30 this morning, so. (laughs) Wow. Uh, So we got to go get countertops. Um, what are you going to do? You know, look, this is, if this was our forever home, I would do like what I want. I would get the, um, not granite. What's the other one? Quartz. Um, you know, I would do all that, but I'm not, I'm going to do like a, the new HD laminate, the high end laminate kind. Oh yeah. We're going to do that. So that's cool. So yeah, it's just a mess and there's stuff everywhere (laughs) and but it's looking so nice. I'm so thankful for it. And so, I mean, we'll probably get to this later, but you have, like, kind of a deadline I of Thanksgiving. I have a deadline, because Julie comes Monday. Um, oh, fun! Yeah! Yay. And so, uh, yeah, all of this has to be done. I'm concerned about, like, the countertop situation and if that's even going to be possible to pull off this week. So. Yeah, that's pretty complicated. So I'm trying to come I mean, up with, like, a a temporary solution to serve Thanksgiving dinner on since I am hosting Thanksgiving. Oh my God. I mean, you can just have your, (laughs) what'd you say? I didn't realize you were hosting. Yeah. I'm hosting Thanksgiving. Get ready. And you may not have countertops. No, no, I have countertops. I don't have a countertop on the Island. Oh, well, I do have to say Kyle and I did Ikea butcher block and it is amazing. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, if you're wanting a different look, like, to have a different top on your island than you do on the rest of your cabinets. Did you have to seal it? It just seems complicated. No. It comes ready to go. Oh. And then about once a month, you oil it down to make it water resistant. 
and it's so great it easy amazing. maintenance hmm. it's amazing i'm gonna send you some pictures and you can tell me what you think and i think if you get it from lumber liquidators they have like the real nice stuff we got ours from ikea and we just cut it and whatever but yeah i mean it was a great choice for us and we love it and it was super cheap we're just gonna do the countertops on the island right now and then we're gonna change Mm -hmm. out the other countertops you could as a temporary solution just get a piece of like plywood for thanksgiving and put like a massive tablecloth on it oh that's a good idea i've seen people do that that, and it's fine yeah do that nobody will know i mean the kids will know when they hit their eye on it (laughs) (laughs) but other than that so yeah that's where that's where we're at how about you, Juju? Man, I know. As you were talking, I was like literally trying to think of what. Don't don't touch that. Don't touch that. Evie's doing this podcast on my lap. She has a yes. earphone <laughs> in her ear, and she laughs at the jokes. <laughs> so keep we've it got, we've got company. I feel like I have nothing to contribute in this update. <laughs> <laughs> How's, How's your butt? butt? Oh my gosh. Okay. Real talk. Do you have one yet? I mean, I asked Mike, I was like, okay, I'm one weekend. Do you, can you tell a difference? And he was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So the short answer is no, but, but no pun intended. uh, I am fitting into pants that I have not fit into in a really long time. So... Oh, like it. you're filling out the pants or the pants are getting no, bigger? No, my weight, I guess everything, I don't know. I really, truly don't are know. Are shrinking like, anything. or getting bigger? What are we trying uh, to I guess accomplish? when you work your large muscle groups, everything kind of shrinks. So if you work your yeah. legs, you're actually working your midsection or whatever, um, which is where I carry all my weight. So I've just been trying to like work out, be consistent. We started a new schedule for our family, which... I think it's going to work really well. And my, we were taking That's Mondays good. off because we work on the weekend, obviously. We're pastors. So Saturday yeah. and Sunday are just a work day, no matter how you cut it. Instead of taking Mondays off, now we're taking Fridays off. And I feel like, well, my kids have school on Fridays. So we homeschool, yeah, but we go to a co-op work? on Fridays. So technically, I haven't felt our day off yet, but <laughs> I have big hopes for next week. <laughs> Wait, how will that work, though? Because you don't have Friday off, yeah. like, realistically. Yeah, I don't know yet, guys. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> like, what? Like, how did that benefit you? That sounds like it only benefited Mike and not you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I well, think you need a different day off. Mike, what, listen up. <laughs> we were trying to take Mondays off, but it just it wasn't working, like, for our family. I don't know. It just didn't work. Yeah. So we, have, we don't have school after next Friday. We do not have school again until January 11th. Oh, that's right, because you guys take the long break. That's right. So I'm like, well, if we only have Fridays off, even for the next, like, six weeks or whatever, then I'm good Oh, yeah, then that'll work. And then with school, we do six Fridays, a week off, six Fridays, and then we're done. So it's not Uh like we're done in April. You know, so it's like I have from April to September – I don't know. That's great. I feel like figuring it Wednesday out. morning off, like, just to yourself, though. Yeah. Yeah. We're figuring. I know For Mike real. is, he's like, he's like, whatever, whatever. I'll do whatever. But it's like, there's always something I Wednesday need to mornings, do with. That works really good for me and Cassie. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess if any moms out there have, or who homeschool have any advice and work from home which in my co-op we have a lot of moms i don't know how they do it i'll take any and all advice in our comments (laughs) (laughs) not all soliciting actually no not actually we're gonna email all of our email subscribers but if you could actually email us back that would be awesome (laughs) just email me back just email us some advice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to figure figure it out. And it's so funny because I'm like, you know, sometimes school sounds so tempting. But then it's like, I don't know, homeschool works so well for our family. Like the flexibility yeah. of it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I gave up a ton of flexibility, guys. I am chained totally. to the schedule. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just pick up and go on trips anymore, no, Jill. Like, Aaron's like, not off really. today, and, like, we, we, can't, we couldn't do anything. Like, as a family, like, you know, be, normally we would have um, taken the day off, yeah. done something, or went somewhere, you know, maybe went yeah, for a weekend right? trip somewhere because he's off, on, off today because it's Veterans Day. But, um, nope. Do you miss homeschooling though in any other way, Jill? Um be no, honest. I don't. Like I <laughs> I was worried because what I loved about homeschool was that my kids I liked the relationship that my kids and I had. Like I liked that they would yeah. tell me about stuff and I felt like we learned really how to like each other after we yeah. didn't like each other for a long time. Like in the beginning. <laughs> the beginning was really hard. But, like, uh-huh. when you're just with each other all the time, like, you just gotta, if you want to talk to somebody, you better talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I like, you know, I, I do miss, like, knowing what's going on, like, because if they have questions about, like, their assignments or stuff like that, like, I, I don't know, because I don't have any information about it, you know what I mean? So, all I'm going right. up is what they tell me. So, I don't. I don't really miss it because they've been, they come home and they still want to talk to me. So I feel like the part of homeschool that I liked, um, I still have that part, you know? The relationship part. Yeah, like like they come home and they tell me about their day and they want to tell me like their stories or if something good happens, they want to tell me like, you know, like, so I feel like I didn't lose that and I was kind of worried about like them just coming home and like shutting the door and... (laughs) yeah. And like that's, that's it. That's good. So, no, I, I this has been a really good transition so far. Um, yeah. This, Abby had her first swim meet, um, and it was oh how'd she do? She did good, and it was so she shaved off time on all of her events, so she was super excited about that. And it was so nice to have family at our events. Like Aunt Barb was there, Aww. Dawn, Glenn, Ashlyn, um, like my that's mom, special. of course, like was there, and it was just so nice to like have a cheering squad. We've never had that. Well, we had our nuisance alligator removed, so that was positive. Did Kyle wrangle it? No, <laughs> we had to call. Hold on, the you posted this alligator. on your Instagram, right? Yes, I did. I posted was it. Was there or was there not a three-year-old in the back of that pickup truck? There was a tiny oh. child. He was helping his dad. Wrangle I mean, the alligator. This alli- yes, yes, it was. I mean, these are country people, uh, swamp people, if you will. <laughs> they- <laughs> They raise their kids doing this stuff. Like, it's not, you know, they just grow up around it. The guy, if you've never seen this, so they use, like, a stick that has, like, a rubber band or something at the end of it. They get it around the alligator's mouth. They tighten it. Then they remove the stick, and if they can lift the alligator, which this one was small, like, maybe four feet, they pick it up. But, you know, its jaws are tied, so they can't do anything. But this boy opened up the case in the back of the truck and the guy just dumped the gator in the boy closed it i mean he was three years old he was old. part of the process he was helping i mean i don't know if his dad gives him a cut or what the deal is <laughs> <laughs> takes him to twisty treat Maybe afterwards we're doing this wrong julie i'm like so stressed out about my kids all the time i want to talk to this boy's mom and be like tell me your ways tell like, me how, your ways like how did you get okay how I want to be like you, like you are my hero, because I'm worried about my kids walking to the street, like, teach me, show me how. (laughs) I don't, I do think there's a difference, like country people raise their kids differently, like, they can go outside and be gone for Mm -hmm. a couple of hours, and they know they're safe, I mean. Even city people, I I see young kids, way younger than Bella, seven, eight, nine, on the subway in New York City, going to school, by themselves alone, running errands, doing, I mean, I don't know how old they are, maybe they're older than what they look to me, they're definitely younger than Bella, for sure. And it's like the Whoa. thought of her venture. I mean, so people in the city have their own thresholds too, but yeah, like it's weird. Cole goes to take the garbage out, and I stand at the window and watch him. Again, Same, he's fourteen. <laughs> I, I, I'm hovering for sure. Like this is You're got a helicopter oh, parent. Yes. Same. Like, and it's like, and I don't helicopter parent about 
like their interactions with other people, their interactions with their teachers. I do not get involved with stuff like that. But why am I watching him take the garbage out? That's funny. Like because we watch too much shows. We watch you too much what? 2020. I'm sending him to work with an alligator wrangler. That's it. <laughs> no, we I need to have doing it right. We need to have that mom on our podcast, and I need her to tell me I've read every spiritual book. I've been in every prayer line. I've been in everything. <laughs> Just tell me what you do. <laughs> How do you like? Yeah, you are I, goals. Th- I mean, I think kids should be more self-sufficient they should be able to do stuff like yeah they just should but i think okay i think i'm not a parent but i think inherent in every child being independent is an element of danger and you just have to know it and be like all right i mean you're (laughs) gonna have to get bitten off and i'm okay with that like (laughs) and i feel like that's maybe where i struggle (laughs) Well, here's the thing. In this podcast, so I, Evie's on my lap right now, and she's eating strawberries, which is a relatively soft fruit. <laughs> and I've had to mute my mic a hundred times to go, Evie, small bites, small bites. <laughs> and like, I just. What are you afraid of? Exactly. She's exactly. four. Go find the alligator mom. I want to talk to her. <laughs> Are you listening? What was funny was as soon as I saw the, the I almost said tweet, the Insta story that Cassie posted of the alligator Mom. rescuing, I just messaged her. I was like, is that a baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goals. I think country people know something we don't know. I love I want to know it. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe there's less danger like of like, there's more animal attack danger, but less like human attack danger in the country. <laughs> Either way, your kids getting attacked. I, <laughs> I don't want my kids more or less to be attacked by an alligator or a human. There's not like a. I hope it's one or the other. Either, either one. I'm upset. <laughs> Okay, like remember when we would go to my grandma and grandpa's house yes, and, and I don't play know if with you guys metal went too much shrapnel and swing okay, on gas yes. cans? Yes. My grandparents lived on a farm in the middle of nowhere and they would just let us out to play for hours. I mean, I know this was 30 something years ago, but they had like metal machinery that we would play with. We never yeah. got a tetanus shot one time. No, we, I mean, we would play should've. on the gas tank. We totally should have. I mean, but nobody, if you saw your own child doing that, there is no way you would have let them do that. But we turned out great. Yeah. Look at us. We're thriving. (laughs) Thriving. (laughs) We're 30, flirty, and thriving. And 100% 100 fearful that something's going to happen when Cole takes the garbage out. What is up with that fear know. culture? Oh my gosh. I don't either. I'm going to be the same way though with my kids. I already know it. Yeah. Just don't Almost. ask me to preach that message. I just... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's start with the <laughs> the main <laughs> meat of today. I feel today. like we, we did a whole podcast about the alligators. <laughs> I know. By the way, parenting. if you guys haven't watched Cassie's husband reaction, <laughs> you need to watch that. You did need you to say watch that to your it. highlights? It, it's on my actual Instagram feed, so anybody oh, okay. can go look it at it. It is so funny. Please share that to our Instagram. Yeah. Because it is My husband is so terrible. jittery. Like... And that alligator wasn't afraid of human interaction. It was aggressive. And so he was like, Cassie, don't take your eyes off of it while I'm chopping this tree down or whatever. <laughs> Why, Why was he, he chopping, chopping a tree, a tree down? down? My, my husband is the Hulk, and he manually uprooted a tree with his own strength, but then had to chop the roots into smaller pieces because it was so heavy so that we could discard of it. But why? So, why were you getting rid of your tree? Because the tree... Roots grew around an outdoor pipe, exploded the pipe. We had to pay $450 to have it fixed. Really? And so that's why. Yep. You didn't even plant the tree. You're. Nope. You're telling me. There were some angry emails written. Is there a blog post about that? <laughs> Hold on. Did it. you guys read? I, I don't feel like enough post. people read my blog post about the called code. No, listen. You can't you make a blog post funny. and then be mad at listeners for not reading it. You can't. <laughs> That's not listen, how 
followers. Listen, email followers. Read the blog post. The blog post is great. I could actually find out if anybody read it if you want. She can't <laughs> handle it. Don't do it. Did the people in the Netherlands read it? You know what? I do want to comment. We have had zero listeners from the Netherlands. Oh, <laughs> we were so close to visiting the flagship IKEA. I'm just kidding. That's Sweden. <laughs> you guys are ignorant. That's the point. <laughs> But yeah, um, it's pretty sad. All right. Whatever. (laughs) So be on the lookout for Cassie's follow-up blog post on how to write an angry email. Let's talk about the holidays. We are on the cusp of the holidays. It's so close. Actually, when this episode airs, Thanksgiving will be the next day. So we're edging up on thanksgiving my first question is how early do you start celebrating thanksgiving the holidays in general well because i'm hosting thanksgiving this year i won't put up my tree until after thanksgiving is over that is heresy if you're hosting thanksgiving you better get that tree Just no, kidding. because I want it to be all, because I decorate for fall, so all my fall decorations oh. are out. So it's decorated, Julie, gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I won't decorate for Christmas until the week afterwards, because I like to leave my fall decorations up all the way up until Thanksgiving, if I'm having dinner. Yeah, that's smart. Okay, I feel like Christmas, like the day after Halloween... Christmas was in full force. Yeah. Does anybody else feel that way? I was yeah, here. but that's not my... I was in it. The day after Halloween, I was listening to Christmas music and bought holiday stuff. You're that person? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm not that person. I am kind of a Grinch, though. I'm like kind of the wrong person. Yeah, like, there's been the years holidays. where you're like, I'm not putting up a tree, and you only put it up because I guilt you into putting it up. That's, that's true. accurate. <laughs> That is true. I do feel like the most appropriate time to decorate for Christmas is the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I like to, I like doing it like that weekend afterwards. Like that feels festive. Yeah, because I think, well, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Well, because of the food. Well, yeah. And I like that it's not about like giving gifts. It's just about being together. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just about like togetherness. Yeah. It's not about like everything else and no financial pressure. So, okay, Thanksgiving or Christmas? I obviously, Thanksgiving. Uh, what do you? I'm, uh, I kind of, I just like the whole thing. I don't know. I, Thanksgiving I like because I think, like, like you said, the focus is on like family being together. But for us as a church, Christmas is really fun, too. You know, like it's a lot of work. But then like after it's over, you're like, that was awesome. But you're like crying (laughs) leading up to it. (laughs) Why are we doing this and who are we doing it for? Oh, right. The Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like we do like a huge thing for Christmas where we give like we give like last year we did like 100 families. Uh Um, Like we gave Christmas to those people. So that was like really cool but it was a lot of work so like the week of I don't really enjoy as much but that day and the next day I'm in it (laughs) I'm all about it I like Christmas like when we have family come but it's like when we lived away like but Christmas was always kind of hard when we didn't have any family with us yeah that was really hard I'll be honest though can I be super like transparent and honest? Circle and of be, trust, like yeah. a total buzzkill. Like, do it. This is the first Christmas without our dad, and I'm like legit mm. dreading it. I know that sounds terrible, yeah. and it's something we no. would say. I what I shouldn't probably say, but I feel like I need to be honest about just like where I'm at. Like, because I think other people listening are grieving like loved ones or sure children or parents or something, and you're just like. Ugh. You know, like yeah. the giving and all that. I love that. My kids, yes, of course, but just yeah, I'm overall, not looking forward. it's like so sad. You know, are your like traditions gonna have to change? Do I mean, think? I think ours have changed just due to like 
logistics of our life. Like, Jill and I have not lived in the same place since... (laughs) Jill, do you know? Um, It's been... Since Abby was, like... Well, we moved when Abby was three. Oh, three. Um, So it's been 12 years, and we didn't, you know, I didn't see my... We didn't come home for Christmas all the time, or sometimes we got yeah. to, but sometimes we didn't. So we don't really have, like, a lot of traditions because it would just depend on what we were doing that year, you know. And so traditions right. kind of seemed overwhelming to have, knowing that, like, well, if we do it this year, we probably aren't going to be able to do it next year. So, yeah. Um, but we used to have, like, when we all lived here, we had, like, a ton of Christmas traditions. Yeah. Right. But... Like, I don't, we don't, the only Christmas tradition we have, which I think, like, every family in America has, is that we get Christmas jammies to open on Christmas Eve. Like, that's not even. (laughs) That's fun, though. Which mom was on a satin kick for a really long time. (laughs) Yes. Jill, we're going to need you to guide her in a different direction this year. Got it. <laughs> Listen, I'm so cold after moving back Listen, here from living in the warm weather. Give me all the flannel. I'm like, down flannel, for flannel. all the way up. I am so cold, That's you funny. guys. Dude, Today, I'm... I am wearing fleece line leggings under my jeans. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> that was... That's funny. That's next level. I felt it frustration in that it's it's extra it's like i'm so cold all the time wow i bought the longest Um, coat imaginable it's like (laughs) literally i'm wearing a sleeping bag i do not care remember that coat that your mom had that she let me yeah yes it was like a like a like a sausage (laughs) yeah that's what i look like yeah she looked like a penguin walking around in that. She made you wear it. So she didn't have a coat. No, I came from Florida to Chicago and did not have a winter coat. Well, and she did let me buy it. My first job out of college, so like I went to college, got my degree, was super pumped. My first job out of college, I ended up getting pregnant with uh, Bella right away after I got married. And my job so in the summer it was fine but in the winter i was outside all the time in dress clothes like in dress shoes dress and after that it like ruined me i do not like being outside in the winter and i live in new york city so i don't park in front of my house there's a significant amount of walking cassie you've been here you know like even if you drive everywhere you still are walking near a car walking to Mm -hmm. whatever so I um, just decided I was going to buy the biggest coat that I could find, the longest <laughs> coat that I could find, and I'm much happier. And Mike even asked me, because our anniversary is in January, he's like, hey, what do you want to do for our anniversary? And I was like, nothing outside. Nothing. <laughs> That's funny. No, we're not, we're not fans of the cold weather no. at all. <laughs> not at all. I don't like wearing a coat. I don't like wearing gloves. I, don't, I, I just I feel so bound up. Yeah. Free her. I need to be free. <laughs> Liberate her. <laughs> Let's go back to what you were saying, though, Julie. You were talking about kind of dreading this holiday season. Oh, do you have yeah. like? Do you have a strategy in place? Like, yeah, if you have how, one, I need it. Because <laughs> how you're gonna make it good? Okay, well, or are you just gonna feel ago, it? Not so good. But yeah. then, I mean, I think grief. Especially if there's been significant amount of time. Now, if this happened to someone like yesterday, last week, a month ago, okay, maybe you're not going to be where I'm at. So that's okay. But for me, I feel like, you know, it has been a little bit of time, you know, and I, I don't know. I just, I felt like I'm like, this is not healthy. I cannot stay like in this space where I'm just like sad and dreading it. So, I mean, one of the ways that I think Mike and I have always coped is, like, obviously helping others, you know? So mm-hmm. that's always helpful. That Even that sometimes doesn't, like, help help, you know? Yeah. Um. So I've just decided, like, as things come up, I'm just going to talk about them with Mike. And mm-hmm. I'm just, like, as they come up, so, like, just random thoughts or sat, whatever. I'm just, like, texting him, calling him, whatever. I'm not going to be like, okay, I need a full-on session where I lay on the couch and talk about this to him. <laughs> but, you know, just yeah. trying to keep up instead of, like, stuffing down. Because me, I'll focus so much on the other people that, like, not maybe myself. Yeah. But I do think it is important to say out loud, like, the feeling that I'm having, like, and to, like, give weight to it or importance to it yeah. because I'm a stuffer. 
and that's yeah. not good for me or the people around me. So I think it's important for yeah for me to be like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. Yeah, right like now. I or I like, texted it just Jill. Hit me. Yeah. yeah, I texted Jill just a couple of days ago, right? Yeah. And I was just like, hey, side note, I'm dreading this holiday. <laughs> yeah, but, but then like, I didn't stay there. The next day, I felt yeah. so much better. I think it was just how I was feeling, like in that particular moment. But yeah. then I when every time like Evie's been working on her Christmas list since like summer. So I like that is so cute. I don't want to miss that moment or that season yeah. because, you know, I'm feeling something yeah. but trying not to ignore it, I guess all at the same time. I don't know. It's like a tricky trick. <laughs> like you just yeah. like it's constantly trying trick. to figure out like how to how to make that work or, you know, to feel it but to not like set up camp, you know? I listened to a podcast with Levi Lesko. Do you guys know who he is? Yeah. He's a he's a pastor. He lost one of his kids like a few years ago. I'm not sure how many years yeah, ago it was. Really it was. Sad. Yeah, super sad. And he just shared a podcast about how they like like when you're when you get news you weren't expecting. And so they shared about that experience. And he was saying like about like holding on to certain things like the reality is that like life is gonna keep moving you know yeah and so you kind of have to embrace that but like see the beauty and like oh instead of focusing like oh well we're just gonna have christmas as usual it's like no we're gonna make new memories and we're gonna do new things and it's gonna be and like kind of focus more on the and I think there, I think we always feel like there's, it has to be one or the other. We're either going to honor the past or we're going to move forward. And I don't think it has to be one or the other. I think yeah. you can do both. Yeah, do both. And yeah. that's like my goal, I guess, like looking forward to the holidays is how can I do both? What is something that I can do that's going to honor the memory of my dad, but we're going to make new memories and one doesn't cancel off the other. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think like growing up you know my dad was like and mom were super spiritual (laughs) and they my dad was always like kind of torn between (laughs) celebrating pagan holidays as religious holidays (laughs) (laughs) and like doing the whole christmas tree thing i don't understand it but and i think now they're like that was crazy but they just, you know, always had like an internal struggle about whether it was okay to put a Christmas tree up when I was super young. And then when you add on top of that, the fact that they did have a son who passed away before I was born, but he, you know, struggled with leukemia and he had a really tough Christmas in the hospital before he passed away. And so I feel like as a kid, I could always sense the shadow of that, like over our Christmases. Because there was always, like, a kind of a dread, an unspoken dread. And my parents, like, did great. Like, they went all out buying gifts. It was just, like, the feeling of the holiday was not, like, yay, it's Christmas. It was, like, Christmas, you know, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, looking back, I I cannot blame them. It's, it's, I can't imagine going through that, but... I think it's brave to hold both things in hand, like you were saying, like make new memories, but also hold on to, you know, the old ones and kind of like figure out the balance of that because. Yeah. And truthfully, the more I talk to people, like how I think it's like more people can kind of identify with like grief and loss than they can really like the happy memories, especially if you look at like statistics of like broken homes and different things like. I think just saying like, yeah, just saying like, oh man, you know, this is a holiday. I guess I never really identified holiday as being like negative. It was always super positive. So this is new and kind of opening my eyes and I'm like, okay, this is a good perspective because I think more people feel this way than the other way. Yeah, because you always see all those like blogs or uh, whatever about like, Oh, getting through the holidays. Like, how to get through the holidays. And I never felt like I needed to read any of them. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like getting through. Like, like, that's never been a problem. You know, like, setting setting time, you know, your own, like, or people always talking about how they dread, like, going to their families for the holidays. And I would think, you jerks, I would do anything to be with my family for the holidays, you know, like, because I, I enjoy that. But I, there's all kinds of different dynamics. And wherever you fall on that, 
that line, whether you're looking forward so to true. it or not, like you've got to figure out how to find, like Julie was saying, like the beauty and all of that. Like there's, there's something there. Like, and if you're, you're going to see what you want to see, you know what I mean? So you're either totally. going to see through the eyes of negativity or you're going to see through the eyes of positivity. And you got to kind of, you got to set, you got to set your sights when you head into somewhere to put yourself up for six. Is this going to be a depressing episode? I don't I know. Like it is. <laughs> Julie, you turned it dark. Yeah. Well, I Remember just felt Jill? like I had to be authentic. Like no. I had to be like, yeah, I, think it's I can't good. wait I think it's for good. Christmas. Cause that isn't true. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you you might want to edit in some like small tiny violins playing as I'm talking <laughs> about this. No, but remember, Jill, like so for single people, I think holidays can also be like really kind of scary, you know, like yeah. the first the first Christmas that I, I couldn't go home. I live in Florida, my family's in Indiana. Jill, you lived in Florida, and you invited me to come to your Christmas and stay the night and stuff, kind of like as a, because I didn't want to be, wake up on Christmas morning in my, like, empty house. Just you and Molly. Yeah, and feel those feelings. I was so, yeah. (laughs) And so, um, that's kind of weird, too, like, learning how to do holidays as a single person, because this is only my, going to be my second Christmas with Kyle, like wait one yeah so it's it's hard to navigate I totally have empathy for people who are going through that and even though I like tried to set it all up like perfectly where I wouldn't feel alone and I wouldn't feel I remember having to go to Walgreens to buy like foil or something in the middle of Christmas dinner preparation and I'll have a blue Christmas came on the oh my god (laughs) let's all take that song out of and I just started bawling. Oh like, my gosh! <laughs> in the aisles of Walgreens, so you know, it is what it is. It's tough. I'm like, it's here's tough. the songs that we can take out of public rotation. <laughs> Christmas Blue, shoes, just Christmas, Christmas shoes. shoes. See ya. Blue Christmas. Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye. Like, okay, I'm already sad. I do not need your songs to invoke any more emotion. Oh, the Charlie Brown Christmas oh, song. That's oh, that's Abby's favorite. It's so terrible. <laughs> that make me want to like punch wow. a baby? <laughs> Evie's favorite song is Christmas Time is Here, the Charlie Brown emo song. Yes. She's so loves depressing. It. And she tells Alexa to play it all the time. And I'm like, like even in the no. summer, Alexa, play Christmas Time is Here. And I'm like, ah, don't play that it. That is a one-way ticket to cry to. Hold on, my Alexa is literally playing. Go tell Alexa. Go tell Alexa to stop. Say, Alexa, stop, please. Alexa, shut it. Alexa, turn off. You guys have both had this experience. I haven't specifically. But if you're hosting a holiday party, what are the things to keep in mind? (laughs) Just leave. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I hosting. Go back in time and say, not me. Yeah, no, let's go to dinner. Not it. I hosting stresses me out. The fact that the. Like, the meal is on you. Like, put that on Cracker Barrel. Let them bear the weight of that stress. Put that on the Chinese place. Let them feel it, you know? What about Julie hosting people in a small space, which you can speak to? Okay, you have to get your apartment super cold. Mm. Like, take that air down. Like, whatever huh. you got. Now, yeah. in New York Even City, if it's winter. you don't have central air in most places. Oh. So, you got to open up the windows. You got to get it really cool. Mm-hmm. And then do as much cooking before because your apartment will get so hot. Mm. But if you can do a lot of the cooking before, then you're just heating, reheating things. I don't have a <laughs> microwave, so none of that. But, like... <laughs> Your life is so weird. Um, <laughs> so weird. Yeah, just like reheat stuff. I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at okay. with small space. And then like leave the shoes outside, get all the coats mm. up off like everyone's purse, put it in a room. And mm. just you better not have to go to the bathroom really bad because we're all there. 
right there for right seat. there right next to you <laughs> uh, that's a good tip have you hosted a holiday julie yeah i hosted thanksgiving she did thanksgiving oh right where you set the fire alarm off oh <laughs> multiple times <laughs> that's amazing yeah i like <laughs> hosting and the fact that I like having people at my house. I like setting like the the atmosphere and like decorating for it. But I'm actually super terrible at the host part of it. Like because when I want have people come over, I would just want you to like get your plate, get like make yourself at home. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. not a really good like server. Like I <laughs> I just am not. Like I'll I'll set everything out but like Find your own spoon. Find your own glass. <laughs> like, because I don't think about those things. When I host, I try to have somebody who's good at that come over a little bit earlier and, like, set that up. Like, make sure, like, no one's going to have to go on the hunt for a spoon. <laughs> so, like, who is that person for you this this holiday? It'll be my mom. She'll come over. Oh, She'll get on. That's Because nice. she's really good at that. Like, she's good at, like, she's really good at that. Jill's house, yeah. you guys, is massive. It's very big. That's going to be great for a holiday. Um, do you have a bathroom downstairs, though? I'm trying to remember. We have a powder room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're good, then. Right by the front door. Perfect. <laughs> it's funny. And yeah, then we've got one in, downstairs in the basement. So, you know, easy. Like, people won't have to go upstairs by our bedrooms and stuff to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So. That's How many people do you think you'll have on Thanksgiving Day? Well, they said that's the biggest one. Like, Aunt Barb said, like, that's the one that the most people come to. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm guessing, like, 20 people or so. Your whole family is, like, half of that. That's true. I'm not counting. I guess I'm not counting, like, our family. Oh. So. Okay. Um, okay, so something people should know is our family has, like, a annual Thanksgiving tradition called pumpkin chucking. Yes. Where they basically bring their old rotten Halloween pumpkins <laughs> and everyone throws them off the back deck for distance and there's a winner. So are you guys going to do pumpkin chucking this year? Well, we can. We just have, like, see, because, okay, so Don usually, Don and Glenn usually host Thanksgiving. So when I moved, yeah. I said I would love to host Thanksgiving. Well, I didn't realize that it was, like, a thing. A thing. Yeah. It's a thing. But, like, Glenn called me, because he, like, loves, I guess, having Thanksgiving. And I didn't mean to, like, yeah. I wasn't trying to take something from somebody. I just sure. was so excited to be here with family. Like, to have a home. Yeah. And Aaron likes having, even though he's not, like, really, like, a social person, he really likes it when we have people at our house. He likes uh-huh. it when you come to us. He doesn't want to go to you. That's <laughs> basically what it boils down to. Same, Aaron. So, um... But Glenn called me and he was like, we are so thankful that somebody else wants to host a holiday. He was like, we love having it, but like we, the whole idea is that, you know, somebody else will do it, that someone else will want to do it. And if we have like a problem in our family where we're fighting over who gets to host the holidays, he's like, that's a great problem to have. So it was really sweet that he kind of like passed it on to me. So we are going to do pumpkin chunking. But we have to be very careful not to chunk them in our neighbor's yard. <laughs> because the way Don and Glenn, lit their lot situates to, like, a field. And I yeah. have a neighbor who has a fence. So just don't <laughs> hit the fence, guys, okay? Fingers this crossed. This could be a real problem with Fingers our crossed, HOA. Fingers crossed we don't have to use our homeowners association fees. Yeah. <laughs> Our homeowner's insurance. (laughs) This is actually the first holiday that Michael and I will not be together on Thanksgiving. You're not going to be together? Mm -hmm. No. He's doing um, a wedding. One of our friends, who is a faithful Circle of Trust podcast listener, Jackie. Hey. hey, We love you. She lives in the Dominican Republic, and she uh, was one of, like, the first people who, like, went to our church, like, was a part of our startup team, all that stuff. And, um... She lives in the Dominican, and Mike is marrying her. So we did all their oh. yeah. So like he's performing the ceremony. He's doing he's the ceremony. Gio. Oh wait, yeah, he's he's not marrying her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sister wife situation. You're getting a sister wife. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Maybe you can't okay. get Wednesday mornings off. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. 
Mike is officiating a wedding for Jackie. <laughs> is Jackie's wedding in the Dominican Republic? Yes. Yeah. So a bunch of people that we know are going down there. What? And um, they're going to be a part of her special day. And so Mike is going down there. And, Julie's coming to Indiana. And I'm coming to Indiana. And at first, I was about to feel bad for him, but I don't feel bad for him anymore. Oh no, he's gonna, he's gonna he's uh, actually the bride texts me and she's like, they have a golf cart, <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be a, like a nice resort or whatever. And um, and so yeah, so we we felt like we love her, and uh, yeah. but I felt like for the holidays, I really wanted to be home with mom. You know, it's the first totally. holiday without my dad. So yeah, uh, yeah. So that's what we're doing. That's interesting. Julie, you're in charge of putting the spoons out. Okay. <laughs> Got it. You're in charge of micromanaging every child's strawberry eating. Yes. yes. I'm so good at that, you guys. <laughs> Let's touch on Black Friday. Who does Black Friday? Me. Jill's a pro. Julie. I used to, I don't like, think- when I worked, like, full-time and, like, made money (laughs) i did black friday shopping but no lately no (laughs) julie all kayaks are gonna be 50 percent dude i am so down i'm in (laughs) all of them everywhere i'm in so jill you do it i personally have nothing to contribute again because i hate crowds and so I would rather pay full price or overpriced than face a crowd. <laughs> Above market value. Friday. Yes, it is worth that much to me not to be in a claustrophobic environment. But you have a whole strategy and everything. Okay, so I have four kids, right? So yeah. Um, and like there have truly been like Christmases where if I did not go Black Friday shopping my kids might not have had like Christmas presents. Like, yeah, like they might, I mean, they might've had like one Christmas present, but like, not like a lot of them. And a lot of them is not the point. I get it. But like, we, we are a family that we do not, when we go to the grocery store, when we stop at somewhere, you don't get something every time we're out. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? Like we're not picking up toys throughout the year. Like we're not, we don't, I don't live like that. So you, they get gifts on their birthday and at Christmas. So we Mm -hmm. try to make a big deal about it because we don't buy things throughout the year. Like if a new video game comes out, you got to wait till your birthday or Christmas for it. Like we're not just going to get it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I got really good at Black Friday shopping because I had to stick to my budget. And um, so the, the, and I used to tell the kids that um, Santa brings the presents, but the mommies and the daddies do the shopping. And then they uh-huh. give them to Santa and they deliver them because they didn't understand why, like, some kids got, like, MacBook Pros and they got, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Jill's like, like we're going to need to take this lie up a hundred levels. Right. Like, if we're going to lie about it, like, it has to be a lie that makes sense, guys. Come on. So, like, because, th- like, Abby said to me one time, she was like, does Santa like them more? Like, is that why they, Aww. you know, and so, like, I had to, like, make it make sense without telling her the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting tips. <laughs> so you gotta increase the lie a hundred times, <laughs> right? So, um, so yeah, I would go like black. I would like scour the ads, like cut them out. Like this was before like everything. Like there was an app for it. Like I would literally yeah. cut out like the Toys R Us, like the thing from there, put it on a piece of paper, and then I would put it in the order that the stores were in. <laughs> So that I could easily check things off because you got to have a plan. You cannot just yeah. walk into Walmart on a Black Friday with no plan. Your eyes right. will literally be scratched out. Like, there <laughs> it is like a different thing. Like, no way. And um, so, yeah, uh, me and Amanda, we used to like make a whole thing out of it. We would go and we'd shop all night. And it was, it was such a fun time. And it was fun because like she was in the same like, way of life that I was she had four kids she had to make Christmas yeah. work she had a budget like um and it was like if we don't do this like like this is our opportunity to stay on budget yeah. for Christmas otherwise Christmas is gonna 
not, not really happen, you know? <laughs> so you both took it equally as serious. Yes. And it wasn't just about grabbing a Starbucks and walking through Target. It was no. like, this no. is Christmas. Now, I am, like, yeah. I am there down are 20 for that. things that need to be purchased tonight. And like, that's <laughs> it, you know? I'm I mean, down it's so much for different the... now because they have like all this online stuff. You can access it early. Yeah. Like you can, like the last two Black Fridays, I've done any type of Black Friday shopping that I've done. I've done it online. Um, I haven't even like left my house, so it's not wow. near as like fun or like chaotic. But, yeah. Um, oh, I do have this funny story though about it. Like one time, went to Black. Uh, most Black Friday shopping is for my kids, but I try to pick up a couple of things that like I really want. So like Walmart was mm-hmm. gonna have this great deal on sheets. Like, I have a king size bed. Sheets are expensive, and these were like the high quality ones for like a mm-hmm. dollar or whatever. So, um. They have, you go into Walmart and like, it's like sectioned off and Walmart's the worst place for Black Friday. You get the best deals, but it's like, like the atmosphere, it's truly terrifying, guys. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, they have like these pallets set up and your workers are instructed to not open the pallets of stuff until if the sale starts at, you know, 11 p.m. They cannot their razor blade cannot touch that palette until 11 p.m. And okay. so, like, there's this group of people, and everybody's kind of, like, like, like the frenzy is building as it gets, like, closer and closer to, like, you know, 11 o'clock for them to open up this, these pallets of sheets. And I'm, like, standing there, <laughs> and, like, there's, like, these groups of women and men who have, like, they have a plan, and they're, like, calling out, like, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? Gray, striped! But you're, like... <laughs> Just all this, like, no way. like, different sizes. Like, they are, like, and it's, like, a huddle. And you can, like, feel, like, everything's, like, kind of, the guy, it hits 11 o'clock. The guy takes his razor blade, pulls up in the pallet, and literally jumps out of the way as the people kind of, like, <laughs> boom. Like, I mean, they, yeah, they are on this, like, I don't even know, like, what to compare sheets. it to. They're sheets. It's not these TVs. Are just sheets. Yeah. No, these are not electronics. These are sheets for your bed, y'all. Like, <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a savings of twenty dollars. Which, hey, if That's twenty dollars makes or breaks your life, hey. I've been there. I have yeah. wanted to throw an elbow for twenty dollars. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm your girl when it comes to getting a good deal. But, like, I mean, they were going at it. Literally within four seconds, the thing was empty. And, like, what? it was just, like, poof. Like, just this puff of smoke went up. And I'm, like, I didn't get my sheets. Oh, no. And, like, I kind of got, like, pushed back. And, like, I mean. No, I don't feel like bad a... for you. You got to be more aggressive. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so I I turned around, and I was kind of dejected. And I was, like, oh. And I looked down, and somebody had dropped them. And it was the exact thing that I needed. <gasps> oh, my god. And I, like, gosh. picked it up, and I, like, went to the. Won't he do it? Won't he do it, guys? And let me give you a Black Friday tip. People get really excited as the the pallets are open and they start grabbing stuff, and then they get to the checkout line and they start adding up all Uh, the things. So if you don't see what you want, take a little stroll through the checkout lines where people put stuff back. You know, like by the candy bars. (laughs) You're probably gonna get a Snickers bar and that scooter that you missed out on. That's a good tip. So check the <laughs> checkout lines. Julie, what were you going to say? Oh, I don't remember. Probably that she just needs to be way more aggressive. You got to get your uh, <laughs> simple nature out full-fledged on that day. Listen, I have been with someone who took stuff out of somebody else's cart. That no, they were too not far. Paying attention. Too they were far. not paying attention. This lady, <gasps> and she kept like putting something in the cart and taking it out. Too well, she far. She put it in there for like, the third time, and... Our teammate took it. Teammate. <laughs> but here's my favorite part. You refer to your shopping partners as teammates. Hey, we are teammates. <laughs> there, There is a strategy. And if you can get a group oh of people, gosh. you're going to get what you want. Like we would split up and we would be like, I'll take the, here's my list for the toys. Here's my list for home goods, you know, housewares. Like, gosh, that is um, so we funny. Divide and conquer. So, okay. This is the last question. Christmas gifts and buying them. What is your 
plan, not just for your kids, I think that's helpful too. Like, do you set a dollar amount per kid or an item number or what do you do there? But also for people that are not your kids, what do you do for Christmas? I only buy for my kids. Yeah, me and Jill oh. are, oh my gosh. So I'm so thankful because- You gotta set tight boundaries about that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, here's the reason why. So like Jill has four kids, I have two kids and we just can't well I mean I don't know I'm sure at some point we can do it whatever but like Mm -hmm. like there were seasons where like I could barely afford my own kids you know and that pressure I'm just like I can't do it I'm not gonna do it I can't do it I love you but this is where we're at and like we're there you know so yeah for me it's like I want to get for my mom and then I can get mm-hmm. for yeah. my kids. Like, me and Mike don't even exchange presents. Like, if I'm getting anyone other than my kids a present, it's Mike. Like, he works yeah. his butt off. But um, it's kind of a mute point because he's our breadwinner. Yeah, we're the same when it comes to that. Like, we we only buy for, like, our kids. And then we'll we'll usually do, like, an angel tree or something like that. So if we're going to spend money, it's going to be, yeah. like, for something like that. Um, but, like, other people's, like, families or kids, like, we don't do that. Yeah. Um, and we buy for our parents. Yeah. And then me and Aaron, so, we sometimes do gifts for each other, and we sometimes don't. Like, it just it just sort of depends. What do you do when people give you gifts? Thank like, you. Like, but you didn't buy for them. <laughs> I always say thank you, but I always do feel really bad, because I'm like, yeah. I just cannot reciprocate. And this season, right. you know? And I know that that might will be different, and I'm sure I'll feel different. Um but man, I always feel so bad. And I kind of just ask everyone like, please don't, you know, like you don't have to do that. And, uh, you know, like Mike and I were like the recipient of like a huge gift last year and it was overwhelming. Like we really needed a second car, but just like, weren't able. Anyways, our church like literally bought us (laughs) a car. That's crazy. It was so cool. I was so so overwhelmed. Now that was the kind of gift, like you couldn't reciprocate it even if you wanted to, you know, but even like little things, like I'm always so grateful, but I do feel bad and I don't know how to unfeel bad, but maybe that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) maybe it's a good thing because I really care. I don't know. I, I don't know, but I'm like always so appreciative, but then I feel like, dang it, I really wish I could reciprocate that, you know? Yeah, because that's, Kyle and I are kind of, we're still figuring out what to do this year because, like, basically, like, 100% of our disposable income is, like, eaten up by medical bills right now just because of some things we've been going through. And so we're, like, talking, like, how do we do Christmas? Because, like, for us to buy for people, we're going to have to put it on a credit card, which we don't want to do. And I don't think people would want us to do that, like our parents. And I would just say up front. Yeah, hey, we, year, we're just right. not buying gifts for, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, like, think you, I think you got to become comfortable saying stuff like that. We did. Like, yeah. I was it's just, just like, hard because people are so generous with us and we want to be generous with them. But, like, right now, we just can't. And so I don't know what to do about it. You know what? I just kind of... I yeah I Jill and I like I think a few months ago Jill had said hey I would really like to get your kids a gift for Christmas like I I right Jill was it you I had this conversation yeah. with and I was like no don't because right we have a good <laughs> thing going right now and let's not change it you know what I mean like yeah. they're they look forward to being together and that's what fine. I want I want yeah. time together you know what I mean like yeah. that's so, always to me, that's always better. So yeah, that's great. I feel like if you want to do something for someone, like put it in a card, like you're invited to our dinner at our house and we'll make you dinner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like give your yeah. time. Yeah, that's true. So I, I don't yeah, think people tricky. would be upset at all, you know? And I think like me, you know, every once in a while, like maybe though there will be like something like that we feel like, okay, we really do want to give general because we're the same way as Jill we give to like a family in need but outside of that that's really kind of where where like what we can do um but yeah and and if we do like I don't ever expect anything in return you know what I mean like I just give it whatever and I think that's how giving should be like you give Mm -hmm. without any expectation like no strings attached 
whatever yeah. because yeah that that can get super stressful and competitive totally. and I'm like uh-uh yeah <laughs> yeah that's like my least favorite part of Christmas the giving part <laughs> just kidding <laughs> Yeah, or even like you, you could say like me and Kyle decided to make like you know a hundred dollar donation to this thing instead of blah 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 blah. You know, I hope you guys understand or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. I just think it's important to like make it known like in, far in advance, so that way you're mm-hmm. like, this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, it becomes easier to like stick to that and to, um, yeah, and to just do what has to work. The nice thing is that our my parents will be with us on Christmas, and Aww. so, like, we can, instead of, like, maybe buying them something they would have to take back with them, we could, we are going to do, like, a really nice dinner, yeah, like you know, cook dinner for our or, parents, yeah, yeah. or, you know. Yeah. So, that's the plan right now. Merry but. Christmas, Mike and Terry. Surprise! <laughs> Get excited! <laughs> Hope you enjoy pork tenderloin. <laughs> They do. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. (laughs) Gobble, gobble. (laughs) May your turkey be salty or sweet, whatever your flavor. Hey, we have a huge surprise for you for next week's episode. You are definitely not going to want to miss it. I mean, it is so far beyond what we could have ever planned for. The stars aligned and, well, we just can't wait for you to hear it, but we can't tell you what it is because it'll spoil the surprise. So stay tuned on our social media this week when we give a little hint about what we're doing in our next show. Also, don't forget to visit circleoftrustpodcast.com and check out our episode guide for links on all the stuff we're talking about today. And always follow us on Instagram because we love talking to you over there. Production by Kyle Moraine, music by Danny Hendon. Thanks for being here today and happy Thanksgiving. Mom, put me on you now. What did she say? She said, Mom, put me on you now. (laughs) (laughs) So you haven't hired a nanny yet. So anyways, yeah, right? (laughs) Haven't done that yet. Um, and, um, Mom, kill we start, oh, you guys, I, I read it a little okay, listen, please be quiet, okay, okay, be quiet, quiet, no talking, you guys, your mom is never going to get famous if you don't shut it, right. <laughs> <laughs>